This is Aldrin Sampia on Beyond the Headline. It is eight minutes after five o'clock and it is time for the interview. And our focus today is going to be on schoolwork. And I want to know from you as a parent, are you for or against um, giving children school homework? Or are you those parents who believe that, sure, if you give the child homework, um, you also need to take into consideration the load of that homework that you are giving uh, the child. So today we are picking up from where we left off on a bonding session conversation around homework to children and the whole concept of introducing responsibilities to small children. Some listeners raise concerns about the amount of work that is being given to small children to take home after school. When is the best time to gradually start giving homework, if you have for homework, uh, to children? And how does one balance between teaching a child responsibility and denying them an opportunity to be a child? Is there any correlation between giving homework to small children and long-term achievement at a later stage in their lives? We're taking your calls on 086-000-2032 and your voice notes on 0614-104-107. You can also drop me an SMS on 41391. And uh, you can tweet at Aldrin Simpier. Joining us on the line this afternoon is Dr. Ramudwana, who is uh, Dr. Ramudwana Tabani, who is uh, a educational psychologist to help us understand the purpose and the reasons behind um, giving children school homework and also the impact that that has on the child. But I'd love to hear from you as well as a parent, from your observation, what it is that you have seen and what you have witnessed. And then also from a teacher's perspective, if there are any teachers who are listening to this conversation, I'd love to hear from you as well. 0614-104-107, your tweet at Aldrin Simpier, and our studio line is 86 Dr. Tabani, good afternoon, and thank you so much for making time for us. Thank you, Aden, and how are you? I'm well, I'm well. Thank you so much, Doc. Um, let's first start off here, Doc. Um, what's the purpose and uh, the purpose around homework? No, thank, thanks a lot. Um, look, it's all about preparing this little one in the world that's going to have its own demand. First and foremost, they have done something in at school and therefore, for, for it to be accentuated, for them to be able to remember and be in practice of what they have learned, which is world of work, it's like that. World of living is like that. You do something for you to be able to remember, for you to be able to produce or reproduce or even innovate or improve it. You need to do an exercise and do more of it. So it's all about that. It's all about you have learned something for it to be cemented or for it to have innovative uh, uh, styles you have to do it more and more. So it's all about that. Then the question then becomes around what age, for instance, do you then introduce homework to um, to a school child? Are there certain grades that you would say that, okay, considering the age of the child and considering the grade of the child, perhaps the child is not as well developed as we would like to um, see the child taking on such responsibilities like homework? Um, we'll talk about, we'll go back to such responsibilities. Mm. Uh, usually at around, when they're all grade four, seven, eight, nine, ten, they're around ten years old at that point, uh, because of they are now three grades away from going into 
a much more senior. So you are preparing them gradually for what's going to happen in life in terms of the demand. So usually from 10 years old, 9, 10, depending on when the child started, but usually around that grade year, grade 4. Okay, so around, and, and, and before that, prior to that? There's nothing wrong with, 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 with that. Remember, um, there's nothing wrong with saying, go and color this picture for grade 1 or grade 2 uh, with your favorite colors. And tomorrow we talk about why did you color your table pink? Why did you color yours yellow? And we discuss it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's all about that learning and engaging and making it free play and in terms of free, 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 free association at that age. But it's not the one that it requires, especially for anything grade three downwards, that we have to be marked and assessed and evaluated. It's not at that level. It's not at that level. So I was looking at uh, an article um, in the Journal of Educational Psychology, um, and what mm-hmm. they found is um, that. Um, when it comes to, for instance, when they look at students uh, with math and science homework, that they scored higher when it comes to standardized testing. But when kids reported having more than 90 to 100 minutes of homework per score, per day rather, the scores then declined. So it seems as though that there is also a conversation that needs to be had around the amount of homework that you give a child. It's not only about the amount, it's also about the how. Um, you have to induce learning with a- activities that makes it fun for, ki- for, for children so that they are learning, uh, uh, as I said, free flow or free play learning. Mm. Um, so the moment one has to change gear and is expected, as you said, standardized, that now this is a serious evaluation and assessment, all the faculties now have to be uh, uh, in attention. So that's when the, 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 the pressures, the anxiety, especially with maths, because if we have maths anxiety, mm. that kicks in. Because of now, remember, we know that at the end of this assessment, there is a mark. And my mother, my father expects a, a six, two digits uh, a figure from mm. what I get. So that's, that anxiety creates that. But it's, I would not attribute it to homework. It's more about the how. That homework is done, how learning is inculcated with learning for a free, enjoyable moment. Okay, 0614-104-107, that is our voice note line. You can also drop me a call on 086-000-2032, and you can tweet at Aldrin Simpia. What's your take on homework and the approach, perhaps, that your child, um, the school that your child is enrolled in around homework, what is... Um, the school's policy. Some schools decide not to give homework at all, and we'll got we'll get the Dr. Tabane's take on that and whether that is the right approach. Let's quickly go to the line. Anonymous, who is a teacher, is joining us on the line. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, brother Azim Anonymous today. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a primary school teacher. Uh, for quite some time, definitely I'll give homework to my learners to be at home. But the feedback that you get, it tells you the much interference of parents. And that is an interference because it doesn't give a space to learners to give on their own independently what can what will be their correct answers on their own. What happens parents? So, what, what are, you, are you speaking about the assistance that comes from the from the parents? I just don't want assistance. You don't want to use the word assistance. I don't even want that because they might not even come there. It doesn't work for me because uh, suppose I have fifty learners so we are in a rural area here. You find sometimes the class is called 50 learners. You find that 
means 80% the work has been done by parents, or out of their return, or out of their feedback, they are able to see learners who, are, who come from well-off families and those who come from families where mm. supposedly they don't live full-time with their parents. And then there's, there's a big difference there. And those who are succeeding simply because parents are interfering, they both are those who are failing because they don't have anyone to assist at home. It takes away their independence. Then okay. I'm no longer supporting a homework. Or I'm no longer going to departmental police, but I don't necessarily do that. If it is a project, then I'll subject them to collect the materials so that we can execute that project right in the classroom, not at home. Don't come with the finished project from home. Because still, you find that the uncle is helping to build up whatever that I wanted them to build or whatever the collection that I wanted. I just don't want that. In totality, yeah. it's better if you engage learners on their own, you see their, their potential and ability and assist them there, there okay. and there. Thank you so much, Anonymous. Uh, Dr. You. Tabane, what's your take on that? Um, and and he Anonymous brings in a interesting dynamic, and that is factoring in our socioeconomic conditions, for instance, in South Africa, our inequality levels, as well as the literacy levels of the parents of those children who get homework. Yeah, uh, look, that indeed does play a role because of apart from what he's saying in terms of he does not want that assistance, that assistance is important. Mm. But yes, he's quite correct. You do get situations where there are no parents to assist to that child, child-headed households where there isn't a parent. The, 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 the parent who is a child also has his or her own, her own homework. But that, it is, it, it is in the, but that does not mean uh, you need to take away the advantage of the children who have somebody can assist. Remember, when you're assisting your child, Adrian, yep. you are going to assist your child as you were taught, as you somehow got to accommodate the difficulty of whatever the task is for you to understand. And you want to impart this skill to your child. And the moment you do that, you are now introducing another element, another different style, where the child usually says, but that's not how my teacher taught me. Aha, that now that the child standing up and simply saying, I know of another, this one is confusing me, let's do it in that way. That's engaging, this is what I'm talking about. And it's very important. However, it's correct that we can have a situation where a child might develop what we call land helplessness. And once that happens, the child will just sit and then uh, wait. And the parent, the parent, because he just wants to finish, wants to cook, or they want to eat, he wants to do something or she, whatever, and now they, one plus one is, mm. remember, it's true. So it's them who do the homework and not the child. That's what he's talking about. So but parents need to know how to limit, how to push. You know, you must be a mediator between the unknown and the known and tease out this, this learning that happened during the day. This, this is what homework is about. You know, something was introduced to you today at school. Let's play around it and give it out and see how independently, as you say, you can engage with it, but mm-hmm. not to be over-involved because that has its own limitation. Mm-hmm. Uh, over-correcting the child as well has other limita- limitations where it deals with the child's self-image and concept because yeah. of now they know that the moment I think, the moment I raise my fingers to start to count my parent is going to either slap my hand or is going to tell me something. And that, so it, it, it's, it, it, it's a serious engagement of the learning 
that's the parenting part to this child. Okay. Hence, Let's... parental involvement and parental guidance Let's go to the line again. Nolwazi Mabala joining us on the line, a foundation phase teacher, part-time lecturer at Rosebank College and also psycholinguistic master's candidate. Nolwazi, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. What's your take on, on homework in general? Afternoon, afternoon, afternoon. Um, so another also interesting part of my job is that I have a homework thing, so I understand a lot about homework. So first of all, I heard you posing a question on um, what homework qualities are and how parents feel about it. So number one, we would all admire a world where we have an educated system like Finland where children don't get homework at all. But the reality of our society means that we have to try and encourage a golden grade from school to home. So the purpose of homework, for example, from as young as grade R, is to create a space of um, structure at home where there is learning because believe it or not, there, there is still quite a big disconnect from the content at school and home. Even though the Department of Education tries as much as possible to close in the gaps and make education as close to the child, um, but when we don't give homework, we risk the gap, but we risk opening the gap up even more. So in a perfect society, in a perfect world, the child would be learning in the same language that they are at school, that they speak at home, for example. So in scenarios where, um, let's say, 80% of, English, uh, of schools in South Africa are teaching English as a home language, but the reality is that 95% of South Africans don't speak English as a home language, there is a necessity for, homework to, for, for, for work to be done at home mm. in order to try and bridge the gaps. So we, we do homework, number one, to try and balance out the already um, existing in inequalities and to almost bridge the gaps that exist. Because in countries where um, uh, children speak in the same language, like in India with Tamil, for example, there is quite a huge golden grade between home and school, and there's not much of a need of a, a necessity for homework. And also looking at, for example, in concepts like maths, um, concepts like maths, um, in, in, in theory that we study, um, like in, in child theory of, um, of, of, um, of, of mathematical development, for example, when we look at theories like that, we see that there is an expectation that children have reached certain company, uh, competencies by certain ages. Yeah. But we forget that these theories are looking at first world countries, are not countries like ours. Mm. So we're always playing catch up by um, doing homework and giving homework. So we find that it, it primarily it's trying to bridge the gaps it's trying to create structure at home so we don't all of a sudden on grade four have homework and the child has never had homework and has never had structure. And yes, I understand as a foundation phase teacher and as an ECD lecturer that um, it is important that children have time to play. But even if it's just 15 minutes and gradually we increase that, so children get into a structure of, um, of academic structure and it's not a shock when they get to the trick or to high school, all of a sudden we've got this load of homework and they don't understand what to do. Thank you so much for that. Really appreciate it. Tenolwazi Mabale, Foundation Phase teacher. Let's go to Elia, who's joining us from Joburg. Good afternoon. Okay, how are you? Good, good, Elia. How are you? Yeah, good. Thank uh, you, thank you. Thank you, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm against the beginning of homework to the children. One, I would say, in public schools, we have teaching assistants. I don't know if it was two years ago or maybe one year ago. So those people, they have to be deployed uh, permanently. And uh, 
They are the ones who are, who are supposed to help the children with their own work. I'll speak on the public speech side. So, yeah. And again, right now, I am going home. Right now, I am looking off. I find maybe my, my, my nature or my niece, they want to, they want to help. So I am tired. You find maybe they are given four or five homework of different subjects. How am I going to assist them? To, yeah. uh, I am tired mentally. And I cannot help them. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for that, um, Elia. There from Johannesburg. Zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. What's your take on school homework? Do you think that it should be scrapped, or do you believe that it is essential? And what's the policy of um, the of the school that your child has been enrolled at? Good uh, afternoon, Adrian and SAFM. It's surprising to hear the doctor saying uh, maybe they can have homework from grade four. Our child is in grade one at Rhonda Belt uh, private school. She comes with homework every day. Mathematics, English, okay, even drawing, and also Africans. Nobody knows Africans in, in, in our home. We even struggle. We now depend on Google. Can you imagine if her mom was working, same like me? I was struggling. Great one, Aldrin. Thank you. Good day, Oliver. About homework, uh, as a teacher myself, it's, it's a very fine line between shifting the responsibility as educators, shifting it to parents. And some of the kids, they um, ate orphans and they live with with grandparents and you find that the homework is not serving the purpose and I think it's out of the discernment of an educator to know what is working because some of it is just too much the whole lot of a task that is done for a homework to see whether it's is it working this is Nikki way thank you thank you so much for those um, Dr. Tabani just a quick reflection on some of those comments um, and homework, homework is about academic work, like the foundation teacher said. Yeah. Um, the, the, the environment and the situation and the country state of economy, it's something that we're trying to address. And we cannot address it by always looking into the negatives of it. We are trying to prepare here a functioning member of society who should know that there are going to be demands. And these demands are the ones that are going to make this person stand out differently from whomever who hasn't done that. So we, we that's pretty look of the silent needs. You, you, you fix it and you twist it and you mold it while it's being soft. Mm-hmm. This is what it's all about. It's a, it's, as I said, it's about the practicing. It's about bridging the gap as the foundation teacher uh, has, has indicated. It's about making sure that this child grasps and understands and appreciates yeah. the fact that I have responsibility that I have to do. Mm-hmm. We, can't, we, we can't just expect a child uh, um, at grade, uh, uh, what, what is standard uh, six, grade eight, mm-hmm. to start to realize, oh, 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 now there's work that I need to take home and I need to do it at home. Yeah. Where else that culture was never there. We need to create structure. 
Sure. What about what, what one of the voice notes just said now, that the child is in grade one and have all of this homework that they need to do? And, and then just again, um, looking here at what um, Dr. Denise Pope had said from, the Stanford, mm. from uh, Stanford University, saying that little mm. kids and big kids need unstructured time for play each day. But then yes, you have child child comes comes back from school with um, homework that range up to five subjects. Um, the homework that is given to a grade R, it shouldn't be anything longer than uh, uh, twenty five to thirty minutes in all uh, 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 aspects. Because here we are talking about a developing. A mind mm. that needs to be trained. Right? It shouldn't be between. It shouldn't be anything longer than 25 to 30 minutes because we're doing attention here, and we have all those other uh, conditions like attention deficit and all that that we always need to take into consideration. Into consideration, structured and structured time, yes, but it's also structured time, and this is where we are learning and we are teaching children rules that there is time for this and it's time for them. Yeah. In all this play uh, uh, time that you might have, be it two hours of your uh, uh, gadget or two hours with your volleyball, there is 25 minutes where you are going to sit and you're going to engage in a, a, a conversation with material, either it's in figures or it's in written, and you need to engage and understand and appreciate the happenings of that time, only for 25 to 30 minutes. Okay. We teach children that. What, what are the risks then if a school decides that as part of their policy they don't give children school homework? Usually what they will do is they will uh, infuse whatever that needs to be done during that, that, that time at, at, at school. Uh, and, and, and you might find in some, in some of those schools there are so many curricular activities happening that they are trying to make sure that when the child leaves school, nothing of the school is undone or is incomplete. Mm -hmm. So now they have put in that 25 minutes that they are requesting in other schools at home, they put it in, in at, 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 at school. That's what happens. So, 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 so would, wouldn't, like for instance with public schools, wouldn't that be beneficial to, um, to pupils? That if those yeah, 30 it, minutes, for instance, are factored in while they're at school? It, it, it would be. And, and to be honest with you, it is factored in. It's a matter of how uh, the child or the parents work out in such a way that this child learns that when I have a free period, because they have registered periods, when I have this free period, I can do what within that particular, that particular time. But my problem is when now we want to say that there is we take away the opportunity of independent learning and requesting this child mm -hmm. to remember, to access long-term memory of what happened during the day and fixing it into this particular sum, for instance. Dr. Tabane, thank you so much for your time. Uh, Dr. Ramodungwane Tabane is an educational psychologist. We're still taking your voice notes on 0614-104-107. really love to hear uh, from parents as well. Your tweets at Aldrin Simpier and our studio line is 086-000-2032. It's a minute after half past five. Time for the news headlines.